Welcome to How Business Really Works, where Tracy and Pamela geek out about what it takes to succeed as an entrepreneur in the 21st century. Hello, everybody. This is Pamela. And this is Tracy. And we are here to discuss how business really works. Today, our topic is going to be answering a question Pamela has. What are the top predictors of success in a business owner? I had to think about this one a long time because you can just come up with a there massive a list. Yeah. A massive list. Tons of, of skills. Skills, traits, you know, characteristics. Mm-hmm. But what are the ones that a business owner needs, no matter what their industry is, no matter what their business model is, no matter where they're located in the world? What traits do a really successful business owner need? Mm-hmm. We've drilled it down to three. Belief, vision, and leadership. Mm -hmm. And we have so much to say on these three topics that we've (laughs) decided instead of doing one big long show, we're going to do a series of three short shows over the next three weeks. It's going to be a mini-series for you. It's a mini-series, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So the first one, belief. Mm -hmm. Belief. You have to believe in yourself. You have to believe in your ideas. Mm -hmm. You have to believe in your ability. You have to believe in the team you surround yourself with. Yes. Now, the interesting thing about belief is if you don't have it, if you have doubts and Mm -hmm. fears, Mm -hmm. how do you have belief? Can you overcome it? I think it's totally possible to overcome not believing in yourself or not believing that you're capable of doing specific things to move your business forward or even in your personal life. This can apply to business or personal. We're going to obviously apply it to your business in this episode, but really I think what we're going to discuss can be transferred to your personal life if you're having these issues there as well. So, so yes, you're saying I think it is possible, yeah. So you're saying belief is a skill. I think it is a trainable skill. I think you need to train yourself to get to that point where you actually believe in yourself. So that's what we're going to cover. Okay. I saw an interview with Tony Robbins one time, and Mm -hmm. I thought he did an excellent job of explaining belief Mm -hmm. and the kind of like the feedback cycle that creates belief. Yes. He talked about everyone has a certain amount of potential, and from that potential, they will take an action. Mm -hmm. And those actions will create results. Those results create a belief. Your belief determines your potential, which causes you to take actions, which create results. This loop constantly feeds upon itself. So, Pamela, what happens if you enter this circle of belief thinking, I can't do this. Right. Well, then you're not going to do it. Or you might try to do it, but sabotage yourself along the way. You might try to do it, but really not give it your best effort because inside you're not convinced that you can. There are all kinds of ways that we sabotage ourselves. And it's important to take this cycle into consideration that Tracy just described and break that cycle. Yeah. You never can really, I guess, break the circle. The the thing is, is You have to take those chances. You have to overcome that fear. And, you know, it's funny. It's it's mental. Mm -hmm. It's a mental thing. You choose how you accept feedback, how you perceive it. 
there's an interesting phenomenon. It's like you take an Olympic athlete. Now, an Olympic athlete gets ready to perform. Their palms sweat. Mm -hmm. Their heart races. They have butterflies in their stomach. They might even feel a little nauseous. But you and I perceive that as nerves, as anxiety. It causes us to stop. But you interview an Olympic athlete and you ask them what those emotions and feelings mean and they're going to tell you it's excitement. They've conditioned themselves by putting themselves in the competition over and over again to perceive nervousness and anxiety as excitement. Mm -hmm. And you can do the same thing. Yeah. I have an example from my own life of just what Tracy's talking about. I'm an actress, as you guys know, if you've watched any of our videos or follow my other channels, I have been acting for, I don't know, since like 2010, 2011 in Atlanta. So I came into this as an adult. I already had these patterns <laughs> set in my brain of what I believed I could do and what I believed I couldn't do. And when I started auditioning years ago for real roles, like theater, TV roles, web series, I was fraught with nerves. And I would go into the audition anyway and do it anyway, but I wasn't really bringing my A-game because my nerves, which were coming from my beliefs about myself, were getting in the way. And it was a real problem for me for a long time. Now what happened is I went through acting training and one of the things that they really impress upon you, because this is a very common problem with actors, we kind of give away our power to the casting directors and don't realize that we have the power. We have the power to make the audition what we want it to be. And so when I went through acting training, one of the things that was impressed upon me by my instructors was to go into the audition viewing it as an opportunity to do your work just an opportunity to work, to do the work that you've been trained to do, and nothing more. Because frankly, the chances that you're gonna get cast in any particular role are very low, the competition is very high, and that's just a realistic assessment of the situation. It's not defeatist thinking, that's just saying, okay, there's like, I'm competing against a thousand other women who look like me. <laughs> the chances of me getting it specifically are not all that great at any given time. What I can do, however, is do the work that I've been trained to do and bring my own spin or my own interpretation to this role and to this audition. So what I would do specifically is I would sign up for auditions that I knew I probably wasn't right for that role. Now you can't always do this if you're getting an audition through your agent. Your agent is going to submit you for what you're right for. But there are lots of things that you can submit yourself for that you don't need to go through your agent like theater and some web series and stuff. So I would just start doing that. I submitted myself to roles that I'm like, I'm probably not right for this, but the point is that I need to desensitize myself to the audition process. That was my goal. Not to get the part, it was my goal to desensitize myself so that when I do go into those big time auditions, I'm not like shaking, you know, which is what I used to do. I used to like, my neck would tense up and my voice would change and it was terrible. So <laughs> over time, I would go into these auditions and just practice what I told myself in my head, practice that I was there to do the work. I wasn't there to get the role. And now that doesn't work immediately, but over time you apply that discipline every time you go into an audition and over time you start believing it and you start knowing that you are a professional, that you've 
put yourself through training. You put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into your craft. And darn it, you're going to go in there and make it your own and do the work and not worry about whether you're going to be cast and not give away your power to the casting directors. So over time, I've trained myself to see an audition in a different light. And now when I go in, I just went in for an audition for Food Network um, two days ago. And that kind of audition for that kind of big, big network would have racked my nerves <laughs> so much that I would have still done the audition, but it would have been crap. <laughs> I went in, I did my work, I had fun, I was smiling. Now, did I get the part? Probably not, but that's okay because I did my best work in the audition and I did it for the Food Network. I mean, how many people get this opportunity in the first place? I'm grateful for the opportunity. I'm grateful for being able to do my work. So I think that's the key. You have to train yourself to have a different outlook about these opportunities. Okay. So you basically, within that feedback loop, you changed the results you were expecting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you didn't develop a defeatist belief. Right. So it didn't self-perpetuate. Right. Yeah. You used basically desensitizing yourself from fear yeah. by exposing yourself to it over and over and over right. again. Yeah. <laughs> Just taking that chance. Yeah. Not worrying about the results. Yeah. Until you got to the point that you can do it mm -hmm. with with ease. You know you can do it with ease. Yeah. You believe in your ability to do it with ease. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, now, I will say, I still do have some fear. I get some jitters. But it's manageable. So do Olympic athletes. Exactly. Right. Now, well, I don't see it as excitement, but maybe that's my, ne <laughs> my next step is to actually interpret that as excitement rather than nerves. But regardless... It's totally manageable. I get a little bit nervous. I acknowledge it. It's there. It's not taking over my whole audition now, which mm -hmm. is really what I wanted. And so I've, I've used the combination of taking action and working on my beliefs while I'm taking the action to come to this eventual result where I am today, where I can go into a Food Network audition and give it my all and have fun. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you use a really, really important tool. Probably one of the most important tools in belief. Most people's belief create lack of belief creates fear. Mm -hmm. And they let the fear basically paralyze them. Yeah. You know? It's sad. It is. Yeah. But you take somebody who has a phobia. What is a psychologist, a psychotherapist going to do? They're going to go through desynthesizing therapy. Mm -hmm. They're going to put themselves in the situation that they fear in small amounts in increasing amounts over time until they just don't fear it anymore. Yeah. You have to do the same thing with your belief that I can't, belief that I might fail, mm -hmm. belief that somebody might say something negative about me. Mm -hmm. Change your opinion of the result, conquer your fear by just doing it, mm -hmm. doing it, doing it. Yeah. Doing will conquer fear. Doing in spite of your fear. Doing in spite of yeah. your fear. It's, you know, I've had fears of doing things in life. <laughs> um, I know the first time I traveled by myself mm -hmm. internationally. That's scary. I was, That's, especially I was, today, it's scary. I was scared. And, yeah. but I made myself go. Yeah. And I figured, worst comes worst, I'm going to hide out in the hotel room the whole time. <laughs> you know? So, it's, I took that step. I forced myself to do something I was scared to do. Yeah. 
And guess what? The next time rolled around, hey, no big deal. Yeah. Yeah, travel is fun. You've got to, you've got to hit fear head on. Mm-hmm. And when you do, and you realize mm, that wasn't as scary as I thought it was going to be, mm-hmm. your belief changes. Right. Then your potential to do it yeah. goes up. You're going to take more actions, and the more actions you take, the more positive results you're going to get. You've got to understand that this is a loop, and that everything you do and everything you decide feeds upon itself. Mm-hmm. Belief is a skill. You can have unlimited belief in yourself. Today, I don't believe there is anything that I can't do. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because I've taught myself to do so many things. I have chosen to put myself in a situation to attain a skill I know absolutely nothing about mm-hmm. multiple times, and I have attained that skill. I know I have the ability to learn and gain the skills I need to accomplish anything You know in that business. now. I know yeah. that now. And I think that takes a leap of faith, which was what we were talking about. So Tracy didn't start out believing that she could do these skills. I didn't start out thinking I could have great auditions for big time networks. But what we did with our respective situations was we took a leap of faith. We did anyway, in spite of, and we got the results that we kind of proved to ourselves that, yeah, I really can do this and it'll get better next time. And, yeah. it, and it grows and it grows right. until you become a maniac like me right. that will on anything. Mm, okay. <laughs> Maybe not, but. <laughs> if you want me to learn to build a nuclear bomb, I can do it. <laughs> Shh, we're going to edit that out. <laughs> I'm sure I could. I probably could. Trump wants to talk to you tomorrow. (laughs) I don't doubt my intellectual ability because I've proven it to myself over and over again. At 18 years old, when I was leaving for college, do I I believe that I could conquer the world? No. No, No, I was scared to go in that first class. I was scared to speak out loud. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't want to... Somebody go, well, that's a dumb question. Mm-hmm. You know what? Today I'll ask you the dumbest questions in the world, and I just don't care. Yeah. How are you going to learn if you don't exactly. ask these questions? They might seem dumb to you, but someone has the answer that you're looking for, so ask the question. Exactly. Don't yeah. be afraid. Yeah. Overcome fear by doing. doing. Yeah. Understand how important doing in spite of your fear is to your belief yes. your belief cycle and that it will improve your beliefs the more you do. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things that affected me a lot um, years ago, mm-hmm. I really don't remember how far back this was, I did look up the quote. Um, I heard Steve Jobs speak mm-hmm. and he made this comment and I thought, wow, you know, it just, it had an effect on me. And I'm going to read it to you. Basically what he said was, everything that you consider a part of life was created by someone no smarter than you. Now think about that. In the beginning of man, it was eat and don't be eaten. Well, I think we were interested in reproduction too. But you know, basically, you spent your entire day figuring out how to eat and how not to be eaten. (laughs) Everything else. Mm -hmm. Everything that we consider a part of life, everything we do, mm-hmm. everything we think about, was created by a person. Someone who a came person. before us, yeah. You know? 
I'm mm -hmm. a person. Yeah. So why can't I create life? That's right. He went on to say, and I will quote this. When you understand that you can mold life, that you can create something that others will consider life, when you stop, you will stop living a limited life. Don't live in life. Embrace it. Change it. Improve it. Make your mark upon it. Now, I don't know. That just really affected me because I suddenly realized everything that like seems so freaking important mm. and so overwhelming mm -hmm. and so fearful was created by some jerk just like me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> you know, true. All this stuff we do, this getting up and going to work, this chasing of money mm -hmm. is all because somebody thought it up yeah. and made it happen and brought it into reality. Yeah. They created life as we know it today. So why can't you mm -hmm. overcome fear, understand the belief cycle, mm -hmm. desensitize yourself, and go out there and mold life and create something great. Sounds so, good. I like it. Let us know what it is you're going to do. What yeah. are you going to create? So what fear are you going to overcome? How are you going to change your belief cycle? Mm -hmm. That's our question of the day. And we really want to hear from you. So let us know in the comments. Let us know what you're working on and how you're going to get out of this cycle of fear and get into the cycle of belief that you can do it. Yeah, and if you really want to learn more about belief and about how it affects your mind and your body, there's a great book written by Bruce Lipton, PhD, called The Biology of Belief. And it is based on research and the fact that how DNA affects cells, it affects everything, and how your belief and your mind can actually alter all of that. Interesting. I gotta get that book. That sounds fascinating. It, it was it was absolutely yeah. fascinating, and and I will recommend that if you, it is not difficult to read in that he doesn't use scientific jargon. He explains it in it's everyday accessible terms. Accessible by a lay person, yeah. But okay. I, I I think I got more out of it when I did the audible mm. than I did when I actually yeah. read it. Interesting. Um, there was just something about hearing him say it that that yeah made yeah. it stick with me a little bit more. Yeah. And I mean, I'm just thinking, as you said that, I'm thinking about the people that I know in my life, business, personal, whatever. And this is totally anecdotal, not scientific, just my observation. But the people that I know that have poor self-esteem, don't believe in themselves, and don't take action to get out of that cycle seem to me to have worse physical health or more physical problems. Now, that could be any number of things. I mean, this is, again, my unscientific <laughs> observation, whether there's a causal relationship there or just correlation, but they do seem to kind of go together mm -hmm. one way or another. So, yeah, you can really affect your physical health with your mental health. You can. Mm -hmm. And belief being one of the strongest parts of mental health. Yeah. And I think you're right because I see that correlation a lot too. Mm -hmm. And I think... The question is, is which came first, the chicken or the egg? Right. But, you know, I don't think it even matters to get out of it. No. It's an interesting question to ask, but to get out of it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what came first. You just need to pick a spot and go and take an action. And that's how you get out of that cycle, like we were saying. Yes. Yeah. Most definitely. Biology of belief. So, we'd like for you to answer our question. Mm -hmm. And you can do so. If you're watching over the video, 
by putting some comments below. Mm -hmm. If you're listening on the podcast, then head on over to HowBusinessReallyWorks.com and chat us up there. There's plenty of places where you can get in touch with us on the website. You know, tell us what you're working on. Tell us how a belief is affecting you. Ask us questions. We love your feedback and your input, mm -hmm. and it helps us come up with future content. Yeah, definitely. So after you're done answering Tracy's question of the day, please like this video or share if you're listening on the podcast, like and share. Don't forget to subscribe to get more good content from us. We post every Tuesday. There's a new episode every Tuesday morning. You'll get more content from us. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us a review. We would really appreciate it. It really helps us to get found in iTunes and it helps us to create more great content for you. So we will see you next time. Thanks again, and I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for joining us for another episode of How Business Really Works. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast and give us a review if we've helped you move closer to your success goals. You'll be helping us get found, and that will help us make more great content to put you on the road to success. You can find us on the web at howbusinessreallyworks.com. Check out Tracy Hurt at tracyhurt.com and Pamela at pameladeritis.com. And don't forget to join us for the next episode.